0: From Reductress, I'm Rachel Winitsky, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll hear pieces read by Elise Morales, Ziwe Fumado, and Shannon O'Neill. We put the age-old New York versus L.A. debate to rest once and for all. And finally, we invented a time-traveling tampon and brought back Mary Queen of Scots so she could tell us about the time a portrait artist made her look fat as hell in a painting. But first, let me introduce my incredible co-host for today. Folks, she created Reductress. She also created two children that honestly were super suspicious of me when we met. Beth Newell. Hey. Hey,
1: Beth. So tell me, what's going on with you this week? Oh, man. Well, it's good to have you back because you were mysteriously gone. It's true. And um, also when we were both out last week, we had a big uh, shit water spill. Fiasco.
0: <laughs> yeah, the great shit water spill of 2018. We had a
1: little leak in our ceiling and... Um, there was a lot of um, intrigue about whether or not it was coming from a toilet. Mm-hmm. And our cleaning lady kept laughing at us, saying that <laughs> it was definitely coming, coming from, from a, a toilet. toilet. And that was great. Yeah, um, I for those, this is a little plug for
0: Patreon, but for those following along on our Patreon for just as low as $1 a month, we've been giving some updates on this ceiling leak. And uh, it's been getting worse and worse. And finally, somebody who worked in our co-working space came in touched the drop ceiling with the lightest of touches and it crumbled and fell onto his face (laughs) (laughs) neither of us were there to witness it but we saw pictures
1: (laughs) it feels appropriate Mm -hmm. in a woman centered office to just have a force of nature crawl onto a man's face
0: (laughs) (laughs) now we have a bucket that's sitting on our floor collecting shit water and can i be honest I think it feels really like a
1: good addition to this Mm. office. It feels right for our vibe. It feels like it's keeping us humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good things are happening now. Things are picking up. Winter is supposedly ending for once.
0: It's been... This has been an endless winter or an end-wint, as we
1: like to call it here. (laughs) We are always calling it an endy-winty. (laughs) Endy-winty. Or as some people say, spring. Spring. (laughs) Also, finally... um,
0: you know, we like to make little bullet points throughout the week that are like, oh, we should talk about this on the podcast. And uh, last week, I just wrote um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I can't for the life of me remember why I wanted to talk about
1: him mm, so bad. There's so much to talk about him, and yet no particular reason why you wrote this
0: down. <laughs> I truly can't remember. Um, but uh, Lynn, if you're listening... <laughs>
1: We're big fans. We love you. We We truly love you. That We're thinking about you. Even when there's nothing (laughs) very uh, important in the news going on about you, we are still always thinking about you.
0: He hasn't done anything particularly relevant recently, but I got to say, I'm a fan. I love your work. Call us. (laughs) Beth, do you want to tell us what's trending on Reductress this week?
1: Yes. Here's what's trending on Reductress this week. Ready to feel old? Michelle from Full House is two people now. Your dead grandmother is too busy fucking James Dean in heaven to read your Instagram dedication. Wow, this woman became successful by constantly accepting money from her parents. This soul cycle instructor brings her riders just to the brink of orgasm. Wow, this man respects women even though he doesn't have daughters. And Whales admit they like their blowholes teased. (laughs) Wow, that's so crazy.
0: I had no idea. never even knew that. Whoa, what was that? Sorry, I was just, um, it was nothing. I was just, I was just watching the news.
1: Really? Because it sounded kind of like a whale coming.
0: Nope. Every guy loves a low-maintenance gal who can shotgun a beer and chomp down on a burger or two. But that woman better be hot and thin as hell, am I right? Here is Ziwe Fumado reading the piece, I Love Pizza, which is adorable because I'm hot.
2: I love pizza, which is adorable because I'm hot. I've always been a little different from most girls. I honestly don't feel the need to impress anyone or prove that I'm desirable, in part because I'm generally laid back, but also because I'm effortlessly stunning, which I'm blissfully unaware of making me that much more alluring. But the most alluring thing about me is my hot-bodied love of a cheat day fave, pizza. Personally speaking, I love pizza. You may be thinking, everyone likes pizza. How is this a legitimate personality trait, let alone a lovable thing about you? Well, it's simple. When you're hot, people don't expect you to like pizza. But me personally, I like pizza. And any gal can eat a salad or Instagram a picture of green juice, but me... I prefer to show that I'm just a girl next door who likes greasy food and doesn't give a who if anyone knows it. I like playing the best, but if we're getting toppings, I'm all about pepperoni. Wow, I know, I'm hot. My metabolism is so fast that I usually have to eat two slices just to keep weight on, but honestly, I like eating two slices of pizza. In
0: conclusion, dibs on the big slice. I'm hot. That piece was written by Margaret Spencer, and of course, thanks again to Z-Way for reading. Z-Way is a writer at The Rundown with Robin Thede, and you can find her on Twitter at at Z-Way. So, as women who work in the entertainment industry, or the biz, as it's called within the entertainment industry, we have tons of friends constantly moving to LA. Well, we love NYC, and we just wanted to share some reasons why we think it's 100% better than LA.
1: Totally. So... A cool thing about New York is that you could eat three meals a day from the same sad deli and it'll only cost you like $50. That's
0: such a bargain. Um, another amazing thing about New York, the ants are still in my apartment because I have an ant problem, but there are way less of them now. That's great.
1: Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of beautiful outdoor spaces in New York where you can brush up against every single New Yorker. Ugh,
0: I love that. Last week we had one beautiful weather day and it was just so nice to like go outside and see every single person who lives in the city. Also, at my apartment, we used to have rats outside because there was a rat den under my stoop. But now the rat den is gone and I just see like a mouse every now
1: and then. I love that. Mm -hmm. It's also so easy to get around the subway in New York and you never have to wait in traffic unless you have to wait in train traffic like Mm -hmm. last night when my train caught on fire.
0: Oh, my God. That's right. Also, in the city, we have so many Trader Joe's. We have like four. And, like, okay, none of them are near my apartment, but I love knowing they're there.
1: Yeah. uh, Cool thing about New York is it's, like, very cold and gross for a lot of the year, Mm -hmm. but then it becomes sort of actually tolerable for, like, one month.
0: Right, because then it gets really hot and gross. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, if you're buying real estate, your money actually goes pretty far, especially if you're willing to, like, live outside the city, like, in a suburb or, like, if you're willing to commute into the city from Los Angeles. Mm. So there's a common misconception that being a feminist means you hate men. But the truth is, you don't have to be a feminist to think that all men are terrible and should die. Here is Shannon O'Neill reading the piece, I'm Not a Feminist, But I Do Think All Men Should Die.
3: Let's get one thing clear. I am not a feminist. But just because I'm not a feminist doesn't mean I don't wish all men should die. As a matter of fact... I hate them. I think men are disgusting, horrible creatures, who should die violent deaths. But I also simultaneously recognize their general superiority to women, and I want for them to remain in control of most things, since women are generally less competent. Deal with it. For example, I believe women should stay away from being world leaders. I mean, what if they get their periods and set off a nuclear war because they're feeling crampy? Men are more level-headed and decisive. They belong in office. They also belong lifeless in a mass grave. But that's beside the point. Women do not deserve to be paid as much as men for doing the exact same job. Men do the work better because they want it more and are more focused. They're not worried about their kids' dance recital or have silly opinions like, Who wore that hat better? (laughs) Men deserve more money for equal work so they can support their wives who should be staying at home in the first place. Men also deserve to be wiped off the face of the earth. Don't put me in a box. right, don't even get me started on women wanting to have combat roles in the military. How is a woman going to fight for our country when she can't even lift a gun with those scrawny arms? Men belong on the front lines. Conveniently, this will also make them more susceptible to the death they all so clearly deserve. Ah. And I love how those bra-burning feminazis get all upset when a man on the street tells them to smile or that they have asked for days. It's called a compliment. Say thank you. I'd right, be glad you're still getting noticed. One day, after my master plan is complete and all men are dead, you'll wish someone was telling you where to put those lips. Finally. What's with some women's obsession about having control Over their bodies? (laughs) Who do you trust to make the tough decisions about what to do with your reproductive system? A strong man? Or someone who cries at that Wells Fargo commercial with the two mommies learning sign language for their deaf-adopted daughter? Exactly. Also, all men must die. That's just where I stand on that particular issue. In conclusion, a woman's place is in the home, and a man's place is in a coffin. You can call me a murderer. You can call me a psychotic freak. Just please, for the love of God, don't call me a feminist.
0: Amazing. That piece was written by Hannah Lopatton. Thanks again to Shannon O'Neill for reading. Shannon is the Artistic Director of the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in New York. You can find her on the Chris Gethard Show or on Twitter at, at Spotastic. So we've talked a lot on our site about how the word badass has become a sort of blanket phrase for like interesting woman. And we've also noticed a trend lately of men referring to their wives or girlfriends as superheroes. And while we think these words are good in that they celebrate women, we think these words are pretty tired and also are often used to describe things that women do because they have to. And a lot of times it's because men aren't helping them do those things. Anyway... We decided that those words need to be retired, and so we've brainstormed some words we'd like to use instead. Ready, Beth? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, So I was thinking that maybe instead of, like, using the word badass, you could call a woman a beef woman. Mm,
1: I like that. Mm -hmm. Or um, in some cases, maybe a beef mama. Oh,
0: yeah, if she has kids. Mm. This is one that I think is really cool because, like— It just says a lot uh, like it says more about a woman than just being like, oh, she's badass. And that's calling her Coolia Roberts. Uh, I love
1: that. Yeah. That sounds so cool. It's cool. I think it's funny. Like sometimes people are referred to as dog moms, but I think it would be really empowering to refer to a woman as a mom dog.
0: What about this one? Maybe this is controversial cuz I don't know that like every woman would want to be called this, but when I like do something really cool, like when I get a really cool job or I get a promotion or I like go and do a show and like really kill it, if my husband's praising me, like I want him to call me Cumbelina.
1: Mm. Yeah. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally <laughs> like, I don't think we need to. It's like, like Cumbelina but come Yeah, I don't think we need to elaborate on that. I don't think we need to explain. Um, Yeah, and I think, like, sometimes instead of praising a woman, like, calling her a superhero for Mm -hmm. everything she's doing, why don't you just refer to her as a woman who's working three jobs because she makes less than a man, that every job that she does, and that this is the basic requirement for getting by and not something she does because she's a badass, even though, sure, she is a badass, but, you know, she's really just trying to survive here.
0: I love that. That's such a, like, succinct, fun nickname to say, hey, this woman rocks. So we live in challenging times, and many of us are more politically aware than ever. But that's not the case for everyone. Here's Elise Morales reading, I'm not political because I assume I will retain all of my privileges
4: forever. I'm not political because I assume I will retain all of my privileges forever. Listen, guys. I get it. You hate the orange guy with the crazy hair. You love the old guy with the crazy hair. You think Hillary is a woman, but she sends too many emails. Wow, you're so political. Good for you. I just don't like to get into that sort of thing. I'd rather abstain from all the petty name calling and meme swapping because I believe that life is about more than just politics. Also, because I'm pretty sure whatever happens will not affect my day-to-day life in any way because I'm not a member of a historically oppressed group. It's not important to me that I understand the best solution to economic inequality. My great-grandfather invented steel. While some people need to always be right, I would rather always be kind. Maybe if everyone were always kind, we wouldn't even need politics. I don't know what poverty is because my father invested in soybean futures. Honestly, if more people were like me, low-key rich and able-bodied, we wouldn't have to fight these fights about things that don't affect me and never will. Another thing I don't like about politics is how it divides people. I believe that we are all the same. Almost all my friends went to the same college. So I think that we should be able to find common ground when it comes to the major issues affecting our lives, whatever those may be. My best friend is actually a socially conservative libertarian, and I have never once let that come between us because I have never asked her what it means, and she always has weed. If you've been on social media lately, you know that it can seem like politics are impossible to avoid. But imagine for a second what would happen if we replaced all the angry rants about healthcare and immigration with pictures of kittens and puppies. I, for one, would definitely feel better. I already have healthcare, and I don't know why anyone would want to change countries. It sounds like it would be really difficult. In conclusion, I know it's fun to sometimes get all riled up and scream at the TV, but I'm pretty sure that everything is going to be okay. At least for me.
0: That piece was written by Sarah Bernstein. Thanks again to Elise Morales. Elise appeared recently on the show Difficult People, and you can find her on Twitter at Alice Navidad. Well, that's all the news for this week. But before we go, Reductress is always tinkering with ideas for new merch. And this past week, while we were trying to invent a new kind of tampon, we accidentally discovered the technology that allows you to time travel. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Anyway, we recently ran a piece about how Queen Mary allegedly threw away her first royal portrait because she looked fat in it. And, well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but here to discuss that piece with us... Is Queen Mary, Queen of Scots Your Highness, hello
5: (laughs) Ah, salutations, peasants
0: Uh, Oh, um, okay Well, thank you so much for traveling with us All the way from the year 1516 To talk about your portrait
5: Oh, it is my deepest pleasure I must admit the year of our Lord 2018 Is quite different from mine own Women in breeches Men in public without a hat Children who live past the age of nine (laughs) In Yeah, things are pretty different. (laughs) So anyway, uh, tell us about your royal portrait. Yes. You see, I sat for my painting. It took days, weeks, actually. Finally, the artist turned around the portrait to show me. I gazed upon it and then said, No, 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 no. I look fat. This will not do. Do another one. And they did. Of course, (laughs) I was queen. You know, I said, oh, my stars, is that really what I look like. You know, it was prob the angle. Yes, precisely prob the angle. Men always want to paint portraits of you from head on or, you know, from below. below. And I was like, "Mm, no, girlfriend, paint it from above.
0: Oh, my God, that's so true. Oh, my God, men love to take pictures, like, sitting down. That's so awful. so uh, boring,
5: am I right? Yes. uh, Look, I mean... Yes, I had over 300 Protestants killed solely for their religious beliefs, but (laughs) that doesn't mean I deserve to look like a Leviathan in my official portrait for all time. You know, sure, I've done some bad things in my life, but why should I look like a fat fucking whale in the National Gallery? Uh, that's right. You're kind of awful. Like, you had a lot of people killed. That's why they call you Bloody Mary. No, 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 no. Common mistake. Actually, they call me Bloody Mary because I threatened to rip off my portrait artist's head and shove it up his fat ass if he didn't do another one where my chins looked, well, (laughs) gone. Oh, I understand. Wait, so who painted the portrait? It was this fool called Master John. Disaster John. More like it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good joke. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, so
0: was the second painting better?
5: <gasps> Absolutely. No, he did a fine job. But, you know, I also sucked in. Oh. For three weeks, I sucked in, and it was worth it. Oh, my God, the 4th portrait, you wouldn't believe. And as soon as I laid my eyes upon it, I was like, nope, delete this. Wow, incredible. What a fascinating glimpse back through time. Yes, people have always been shallow.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure Master John was happy that he got to live. Oh, no.
5: No, I burnt him at the stake. You know, but it was a religious thing.
0: Wow. You are... Awful. Awfully good at
5: being queen, thank (laughs) you. That's not what I said.
0: Uh, Well, anyway, I think it's time you go. Uh, Are you still wearing the time traveling tampon that we made?
5: Yes, this rag of the devil is still inserted in my vagina and ready. Fantastic. You know, back in my day, we just shoved rags in our petticoats. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) Yes, it was. Did you know you can actually then use that blood to to fertilize your plants? A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know. I had no idea. Yes.
0: Uh, okay, well, I think I've heard quite enough. Bye, Mary.
5: Okay, bu-bye. Bye. bye <laughs> Bye.
0: Wow, that was insane.
1: Yeah, um, I'm glad the only remaining time-traveling tamp is gone forever inside Bloody Mary's Bloody Mary. <laughs> totally. Anyway... Everyone, thanks for spending a minute with
0: us. If you have another minute, visit us at Reductress.com for more incredible content, including woman who shops with reusable tote gets iced coffee to go every day. Brave, this woman ate too much Indian food on a date and still got her ass eaten. How to cook for your boyfriend who's five feet, eight inches tall. And I'm an introvert, but bully do I like it in the ass. Thank you to our amazing readers, Ziwei Fumado, Shannon O'Neill, and Elise Morales, and our writers, Margaret Spencer, Hannah Lopatten, and Sarah Bernstein. And of course, thank you to the inspiring Queen Mary, Queen of Scots, played by Megan O'Neill. Just a reminder, if you love this podcast, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at at Min. If you want more Reductress Minute exclusive content, support us on Patreon for discounts at Shop Reductress, outtakes from the pod, and a little slice of life from the Reductress office, including updates on the hole filled with shit water that's in our ceiling. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash reductress. Also check out our website for info on live shows, including our monthly show, Ha Ha Wow at UCB, and our upcoming shows at Caroline's on Broadway here in New York City. Bye, babies!